The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit laspodcastnetwork.com. L-A-S. hi friends. Naomi here. Did you wake up this morning thinking, I need more Naomi ridiculousness in my life? Well, surprise! <laughs> I'm starting a podcast, and it's called The Ruckus with me, Naomi Ruckus Rose. This podcast is for anyone like me who is constantly trying to grow for the betterment of themselves and for the world and for those of us that can be a little blunt in the comment section on Facebook and Instagram. This podcast is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. But wait, there's more. This podcast is free to listen to. But if you want to support local creators and get bonus content, subscribe to LAS Plus. For more information on that, go to LASPodcastNetwork.com. So join the ruckus with me, Naomi, every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcasts. I love you all. Some more than others. L-A-S. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Hey, let's, let's talk. talk. That was horrible. Yeah, well, we'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post. I'm Jason Alberti. And I'm Lindsay Prince. I am a dad of two boys, a comedy writer, and I love medieval literature. I'm the mom of two girls, a comedy writer, and I love TikTok. We are friends and writing partners. But what we really like to do is talk. That's right. Hey, Jason. Yes, Lindsay? What do you want to talk about? (laughs) Oh, Lindsay, Lindsay. Today, I want to talk about UAPs. 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 UAPs, UAPs, which is the new government designation, Ugh. meaning unidentified aerial phenomena, oh. as opposed to unidentified flying objects. Oh, wait, you said unidentified what? Aerial, A- aerial projectiles? Phenomena. Oh, phenomena, phenomena. Do, 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 do. Right. <laughs> so it's, uh, this is, um, uh, um, for those of you, who have, um, for your own sanity, stayed away from the news over the last year, you may or may not be surprised to find out that uh, the uh, United States government has started releasing uh, data and uh, information uh, that was once classified on UAPs. Yeah. And we are now seeing video of uh, gun camera footage from uh, fighter jets. Uh, We're seeing uh, CCTV video from naval vessels. Uh, And uh, we are uh, right now in the midst of a uh, committee hearing uh, about... uh, unidentified aerial phenomena. I'm super sorry. I don't know anything that you're talking about mm-hmm. because um, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard like totally had this whole trial and like that was like, the that's like what's happening in the world. Well, you <laughs> should have heard the spinoff because apparently both of them Our came aliens. here from aerial 
So, no, but it is true. Like I, I have heard, like I've heard kind of a, a you know a running joke that uh, you know that alien like aliens we know about like UFO whatever right. uh, UAPs and um and nobody's paying attention. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Which the nobody paying attention thing yeah is mind blowing. Right right. So it doesn't seem like it's real because nobody's right. really talking about it. Right. So it's like, well, it's not, can't be that's not really happening. Let me go ahead and touch on this this little guy that that's part of my. I have I okay. have voluminous oh. notes here. Oh um, boy. It, most people who, I guess, don't give a shit about this thing, have <laughs> no idea that on May 9th, two thousand one. 2001, okay. The National Press Club in Washington, D.C. Everything was 10 years ago, but you got to remember that was 20 years ago. Yeah, that's 20 years ago now. That's mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. Yes. So, okay, 20 years ago. The National Press Club in Washington, D.C., they hosted a a news conference. They host these news conferences all the time where they have Mm -hmm. people come in and they talk to members of uh, the National Press Club about a variety of different things. Okay. It's sort of like a a journalist's rotary meeting kind of thing, right? Okay. Anyway, they had had this dude named Stephen Greer come in, Mm -hmm. and he put together a panel of 20 individuals. And Stephen Greer called this the disclosure. Mm. Ooh. 20 people. From the military, from from national intelligence, from government, yeah. from corporations, scientific uh, uh, fancy outlets, okay. a lot of fancy people, mm-hmm. generals, CEOs, astronauts, fancy. they came and each of them stood up one by one and discussed their individual experience. Oh! <gasps> With extraterrestrial vehicles, life forms, <gasps> advanced energy, life or advanced forms. propulsion systems. Mm. Did you hear about that? Nope. 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 You 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 can actually uh, go online, and um, I sent I sent all these links uh, to Jackson earlier. Oh, okay. So so you can go you can you can go to our website sure. uh, uh, Group dot com slash wanna w-a-n-n-a and you can click on these links and one of the things you can get is a video of this conference oh and if if you can watch this conference with an open mind it is gonna blow the shit out of your head really yes Mm. uh i i love talking about ufos or uaps as they are now called Not because I think they exist. What? I do. Oh, okay. But, but I've talked. But that's not the point. I, I, I got you. I talked about them when I was five. You I know, see. when I didn't know anything about yeah. anything. Or did you? But it was just because it was interesting. Yeah. It was. It's fun to think of. You know. Oh little, yeah. Little green people coming here in right. silver bodysuits and yada yada. Yeah. Um, but watching this conference, I mean, these are all. People with reputations they can destroy. Right, right. No, I get it. It was, it was mind altering. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I'm interested in the life forms. Oh, Jackson's interested. He's got his hand up. Yeah, yeah. What's Um, up? 
real quick, you said Stephen Greer? Yes. Was that the guy who, like, worked in an aircraft facility for the military? No, that's Bob Lazar. Thank you. Yeah. Stephen Greer is <laughs> a, um, he's a neurologist that okay. uh, uh, quit his practice, quit making money, mm-hmm. so that he could try to uh, 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 try to help the disclosure mm. because he he had some incidences in his life that made him think that there are in fact extraterrestrials visiting sure the US and so he has started putting together this coalition coalition of scientists military people astronauts mm-hmm. life forms all kind of different life different forms. kinds of life forms um, <laughs> to uh, to try and help force the government to release information. Okay. Now, of course, at the time of this, of this uh, uh, disclosure mm-hmm. uh, conference, none of that had been done. And people who would talk about incidences that, they, that they'd had were all, you know, labeled cuckoos. Ah. And here we are 20 years later, and finally the U.S. government is going, yeah, yeah, we got some stuff. <gasps> Uh, okay. So, the 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 things that are being disclosed right now, the once classified papers that you can go online to uh, the Department of Defense and the Pentagon and and um, uh, different American government um, websites mm-hmm. through the uh, Information Disclosure Act is mind boggling, mind boggling. Just what. And so I'm sure you have. You've looked into all this. I've looked into a fair amount of it. But it's just so much. It it is so much. And some of it is, I don't know. So I'm going to talk about one incident. Okay. Which happened in 1967, which has been corroborated by tens of people. All military. Okay. So... It is hard to say this did not happen. Right. These are people who were there, yeah. who were documented as being there, mm-hmm. who are, uh, who have high ranks mm-hmm. in the military, who had jobs with national defense, mm-hmm. right? So there's a group of, um, at that time, Minuteman missile sites in Montana uh, called the Malman uh, Air Force Base, okay. but they're spread. They're spread around. Um, this specifically happened in in two different bases. One was just outside of, I think it's uh, uh, Littleton, uh, Montana, and then another one was just outside of a, a little city called Roy, Montana. So these these are these are smaller military bases mm-hmm. that have sort of a surface uh, fenced in area. Okay. But the real meat of the stuff is like 20 feet underground. Oh. Right? So if, God forbid, there were a nuclear attack, these are the people that would turn the keys and push the buttons and launch the nuclear missiles. I see. Okay. And these places are where those nuclear missiles are as well. So they are sitting right next to the missile bays. Okay. Okay. So in uh, 1967 here, March 24th, Uh, This dude named Captain Robert Salas was with his uh, commanding officer, 
and they were in they were in the launch room. Okay. And they got a call from uh, the guy who was in charge of security at the gate. And this dude was freaked out. Okay. He was yelling into the phone that there was a very bright red light, humongous ball of red light that was just outside the gate of this military facility. Mm. And it was moving in a way that nothing he had ever seen had moved before. So it would hover above the ground. Then it would take about a second to move 700, 800 feet to the left. Then it would do a 90-degree turn and go up. And so while the two of them, the two guys in charge, Captain, Captain Salas and his, his commander, were trying to figure out what to do, yeah. all of the nuclear missiles went offline. <gasps> bizarre. Totally bizarre. Oh, my gosh. All of them went offline. So they're freaking out. Yeah. This dude, Captain Robert Salas, who you can see being interviewed, mm-hmm. uh, he, his initial thought was, oh, my God, mm-hmm. we are being attacked. Yeah. So while they are feverishly working to get the missiles back yeah. online so right. they can launch them if they have to, right. they get a call from the other silo, uh, which is, I don't know, it's like 60 miles away. The same exact thing happened at that base. Oh, creepy. And all of all their of, stuff went off. All of their stuff went off. <sighs> now, there, there are like 20 people mm-hmm. from the military. Mm-hmm. I believe it's from a general all the way down from the U.S. Air Force that as of now have gone, yeah, that happened. Yeah. We have no idea what it was. Right. But that happened. It totally shut down America's nuclear arsenal for, I think it was 20 minutes. Why would aliens want to do that? That's a great question. Right. So are we sure it's not just another country or? Well, that's absolutely, that's absolutely what, what they thought for the longest time. Yeah. The part of the problem was, is that there was no way that any these are air force guys right right there was no way they could imagine that some earthbound sure vehicle could move that way i see and that has always sort of been kind of the the issue with these uaps they mm-hmm. move in such a way that nobody who is an aeronautical engineer can go yeah okay i can see that right um which to me creates a great fascinating kind of yeah. you know conundrum. Right. So but no but but so this wasn't a large I mean a big ball of red something. Yeah. We don't know how big. They was said it big it, enough to contain it. It was the size of an American football field. Oh, oh, I'm picturing like a like an orb of red and like that's the, the you oh, didn't, it, it was an orb. But no, it was a big fucking orb. Okay, I didn't understand football field. Yeah. So that makes it you okay. That the picture that I had in my head as you told this was of like a little red. Oh, you were thinking of like a little fairy pixie. Yeah, yeah. Or that yeah, that would have made At, the story so I was much like, different. Yeah. So yeah. I'm. So I wasn't 
feeling, but now you say football field. That's the first time you've said the size. It is. It is. You said I, big. I thought you, you I was as thinking you little. As before, I, I didn't think size was important for you, but apparently right. here uh, with aerial phenomenon. It is phenomenon. I can't. Do, 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 I, do, can't. Do. I can't either. I, I, I got to do it in my head. Okay, I will. I'll try. Um, yeah, foot. So they had a red. So each of these places had red glowing football fields floating above the gates. Oh, okay, that makes way more like yeah. the absurd, the outrageousness of it. Yeah, makes way more sense because right. that's like a floating city. Yeah, not city. It's uh, huge. Like a, right? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, when you think about like a cruise ship or I don't know, just like big. I don't know. No, that's that, wild. They have. Uh, there are. You can see. You can see drawings by people who have who have seen these things. Uh huh. And um, there's a drawing from a Japanese airline pilot from Japanese airlines mm-hmm. who their plane was followed by. Uh, a UAP mm-hmm. across Alaska. Oh. And he has drawn it. And he was flying, I'm going to get this wrong, but it was, it was like a 747. It was a big plane. Uh-huh. And the drawing shows the thing 10 times the size of his plane. Ooh. Humongous. See, that's, and that's, I, I get that now, you know, with something that big moving that fast. Yeah. That doesn't happen here no. but it's so bizarre that that something like that would be cited at such a very uh important and vulnerable or you know a, yeah. like such a such a del- such a sensitive place for places for, for national defense right absolutely. that's that's weird absolutely what do we know about the life forms is that what you're going to talk about life forms i can i can no, you or, you keep look, on your trajectory uh, so but just know that i'm super curious about the 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 being sure 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 sure, sure. <laughs> let, let me let me talk a little bit about about national defense okay okay so there's there's this dude who's who's just over the last two years or so three years has has kind of um uh come to the f- forefront yeah of uap stuff his name is luis elizondo mm. he was uh uh from i think 2009 Mm-hmm. He was the director of the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program. Okay. Which is a U.S. government department. And it's one of those departments that's that the government loves to call unpublicized department. Ooh. It's a department that nobody talks about. Yeah. Um, he, it, you can go and you can look through his work files. Okay. And, uh, if you read his work files, he's like this golden boy kind of kind of dude. Everything he did worked. Uh. Everybody who worked for him loved him. Okay. Everybody who he worked for wanted him working for them mm. because he got stuff done. Yeah. And you can you can read mm, redacted stuff about mm. covert operations that he has been on and all kinds of stuff. Mm. He was in the military intelligence for quite some time okay. before he was given this position. Okay. So this aerospace threat identification program was created and he was the first director of it. In 2017, on October 4th of 2017, he resigned suddenly. Okay. And to everybody's surprise. And in his 
in his resignation, he says the reason he's he's resigning is because the Department of Defense is not taking the anomalous aerospace threats seriously. What? Yeah. And That's he, scary. And he has come out and he has said these things are these things are flying around. We don't know what they are. We don't know where they come from. They are considerably more advanced than anything we have publicly come up with. Wow. And the job I've been doing for the last 10 years, uh-huh. nobody's taking me seriously. Oh, my gosh. And some people think that his resignation is part of the reason that the DOD has started this disclosure. They call it disclosure. Uh-huh. Has started this disclosure. Which I, I think wow. is fascinating. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying because he, yeah, okay, so shortly after that, then now they're, we're, you know, a few yeah. years later, and now we're finding out more and more and more. Right. Um, and this guy scares me a little bit. Okay. Because he's very much, this is a threat, this is a threat, this is a threat. Mm-hmm. Now, if, if you watch anything from Stephen Greer, he is very much, these guys are not a threat. They are not a threat. Oh, um, we should not be, which we were for a long time. We were sending up fighter planes to shoot these things down. Oh, wow. Really? And there were pilots dying. <gasps> what? There were pilots that were flying too high, oh. flying too fast to get uh. these things. Um, and, and they die. Their, their planes oh. would just fall apart. Yeah. <gasps> Which is one of the reasons they finally stopped mm-hmm. because too many people were dying. Oh my gosh! Uh, but of course, we you know we we haven't heard about that until now. Did anybody shoot one down? Do we have one there? I have not heard any what I would call serious, gotcha. credible confirmation. Mm. Uh, some people have said that we have. Mm-hmm. Other people have said that there's no way because oh. they move so fast. Pilots have said that their tracking radar has been jammed just before um, pressing the, the, the targeting button. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on. It's kind of hard to evaluate. You know, this is, it's like so overwhelming. Like It, it, I, it is overwhelming. I'm like, I struggled to get out of the house today because my coffee kicked in at the wrong time I know, and right? now i've got to worry about alien attacks hey, or aliens like are du- working their way about like there's double bigger... that problem when you've got a bidet in the house Ugh, you don't want to go anywhere without the bidet it's just so much yeah. it's just so much so there 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 was a um <sighs> there was a thing released um in uh britain that was uh an order by winston churchill mm-hmm. um at the end of world war ii stating that they need to make sure that any of the um, unidentified flying objects at that time, uh, any information about that was squashed because it would scare the public. Yeah. It would cause um, a destabilization of society and it would shake everybody's uh, religious foundation. I see. Oh, religious foundation. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you've been taught your entire life that you're the center of the universe and suddenly, mm, not so much. <laughs> hey, sun does not revolve around you, buddy. Yeah. Um, um, you know, you're going to put yeah. Galileo in jail. So. Gotcha. Yeah. So, um, wild. So, okay. 
then uh, uh, what? What then? What now? What do we? I mean, what do you? Do oh, we? I, I don't know. Are it, we supposed to? Are we supposed to? Uh, what about the beans? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to talk about. <laughs> hey, that is a perfect timing for the rando mo. <laughs> In case you're just joining us for the first time this season, the uh, yeah. Rando Mo is a random moment provided by you, our lovely listener. Yes, you can write us at our Facebook page, What Do You Want to Talk About, on the Facebook. Or you can <laughs> send in an email message to the LAS podcast, nope, yep. LAS media group slash wanna Send in an idea, something you want us to talk about, and we have to talk about it at the end of the episode. That's right. It could be a single word. It could be an idea. Mm-hmm. We also accept quote. ravens, collect calls. Oh, oh there yes. you go. Um, yes. You know, whatever works. Uh, this is from Chloe. Ooh. Hmm. Uh, Chloe says, um, love the show. Thank you. Uh, as if I do anything. Uh, she <laughs> hey, goes pu- on. You push the important buttons, buddy. Right. You're right. You're right. Uh they go on to say, my significant other really enjoys camping. I can't stand it. Uh, do you like camping? What are some tricks to enjoy camping or some tricks to get out of it without him getting mad? Ooh. That's a good one. That's a good mm. one, Chloe. Mm. Mm. This is good. Mm-hmm. I'm making so, notes. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Ruminate on that yes, for a little we bit. Shall. And it, you know, kind of works with the the whole UFO theme. Sure. Yeah, because you might camp out at a place where you could watch for UFOs. UFOs. I wish. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Storm Area 51. Go, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, what, what's going to happen here is we are going to uh, ruminate yes. on this rando mo. We will talk about it at the end of the show. Yes. Uh, once we are done with our break. Yes, we'll take a little break. We'll talk about little green people. Oh, they're green? Well, not really. Okay, we're taking a break. <laughs> Hi. Greetings. Hello. Uh, hello there. I'm Alan Way, and I'm your dungeon master for this new live play Dungeons & Dragons podcast, Myths of Myria. This podcast is for those looking to rediscover the joy of adventure, and helping me on this journey is my lovable nerdy cast. I'm Josh Wagner, and I'll be playing Shadow. I'm Jackson Parker, and I will be playing Valros Visago. I'm Morgan Willis, and I'll be playing... If you like fantastical and otherworldly character-driven stories, political and military intrigue, snide gamblers, or discovering what's on the other side of the looking glass, then you are going to love our brand new podcast as a part of the LAS Podcast Network. New episodes every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you can find your podcasts. To support our show and other local creators like us, subscribe to LAS Plus. And for more information on that, you can go to LASpodcastnetwork.com. And just remember, you don't have to know anything about Dungeons & Dragons to fall in love with this podcast. And little did you know that this entire trailer was the verbal components to a spell. And now you're enchanted to listen every Monday to Myths of Myria. So, welcome. 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 To Myria. L-A-S. We should say each other's names instead to throw everybody off. Oh, that's a great idea for the trailer. All right, here we go. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Shane. Oh, my God. You guys really are doing it, aren't you? <laughs> All right, I'm Jeremy. I'm Mike. What, you're still doing the fel- false names thing? I feel like we already have a trailer going right this now. This is like a fourth <laughs> yeah. grade elementary school joke. 
week. Hey everybody, I'm Shane, Mike, and Jeremy. And I'm... Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I guess you're throwing me off with the name thing. Hey, I'm Shane. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Mike. And this is the Groove Live Podcast. We're talking all things Groove. Music. Food. Friends. Beer, or, even. All of it. Whatever brings groove into your life. How about like a tattoo artist? Would that be kind of groovy? I, I would Could file be. that under groove. Construction projects. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> Here's the thing. We have a lot of friends in a lot of different avenues and a lot of different lifestyles, which Word. means that we have a lot of cool resources to pull from of cool people that have cool stories. Every day, you get out of bed. What makes you feel alive? You know, what makes you want to own the day? Coffee. Rock music. Pokemon. Construction projects. <laughs> and you'll hear it all right here on the Groove Life Podcast. The Groove Life Podcast is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. New episodes release every second and fourth Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For bonus episodes of this show, ad-free versions of all LAS podcasts and many other exclusive benefits, all while supporting local creators and businesses, consider subscribing to LAS Plus for just $10 a month. To learn more and get started, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com slash plus. Hey guys, we're going to have a blast. Can't wait to see you guys on the Groove Life Podcast. We can't wait to groove with you. Now that sounds dumb. L-A-S. And we are back to discuss the alien beans, apparently. <laughs> Jackson thought I was saying beans. Which is considerably more interesting to me. But that's and in a- case anybody else thought I was saying beans, I don't know anything about alien beans. Think of the coffee. Right, could be coffee, could mm-hmm. be, yeah, who knows? I didn't know they ate beans, but, or they are beans. Beans, beans. Can, can I just talk a second about coffee? I sh- 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 yep. No, I uh, as <laughs> you can do whatever the hell you want. If, apparently, if, if you guys heard the last uh, the last show, yes. uh, we were discussing coffee. coffee. Yes. So I went and had uh, an allergy test mm. on Monday. That's right. They went through. Not making this up. Mm-hmm. They went through two boxes of syringes, which the the nurse said was about forty. Mm-hmm. And. There's still stuff I'm thinking about, but the one that is really giving me nightmares is oh she said, well, it looks like um, you're um, allergic to cockroaches, Ugh. which is, you know, important, especially if you grind your own coffee beans. <laughs> Gross. And I can't stop thinking about no. that. Especially if you grind your own. Mm. I would think it would be less. Ch- I thought I read where there's less chance of that if you grind them yourself. I think what she was saying is, you know what? They're all over. They're all Bleh. over the coffee. Then I'm done. And I'm done. It's coffee. You know, is done. I'm done. Peanut peanut butter is something like stop eight bug nope. parts don't, per quarter cup. Don't we're not wired. What this is a totally different topic. It's my new uh, my new diet plan. Anyway, so getting back Ugh. to. Alien. I just can't. You got me all bug peanut butter. I can't. <laughs> Getting back to alien beans. Oh, I really like um, peanut butter. I do too. I do too. So I just have to pretend okay. that it's a different world. <sighs> all right. So um, uh, there, there is um, uh, an American astronaut okay. named Edgar Mitchell, who is one, one of 12 human beings that has walked on the moon. Right? Oh, dang. Okay. He, he, he's not. 
he's not Buzz Aldrin or Neil Armstrong. Right. He's so, another guy. So, yeah, because we're Americans. <clears throat> right. He's not the first one. So when so you say his a, name, yeah. a lot of people just sort of glaze over and right. go, oh, I don't know, did someone yeah. else walk on the moon? I don't know. Yeah. Um, but uh, he did. Yep. And um, if if I knew you wanted to, to play the game in this, you know what? I'm going to play. I'm going to play with Jackson. Jackson. Oh. Would you like yes. to guess where Edgar Mitchell grew up? Um. Davenport. Roswell, New Mexico. Oh, that's yep. Oh. So he grew up in Roswell, and then he walked on the moon. And then he walked on the moon. Gotcha. He says after he, after he walked on the moon. Mm-hmm. Whenever he would go home, mm-hmm. uh, the older people in town, yeah. or not the, but some older people in town would oftentimes pull him aside mm. and tell him what their individual experiences were during the 1947, quote unquote, Roswell incident. Oh, I'm, I'm not familiar. Excellent. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm so happy. Yeah. The, the 1947 Roswell incident. Mm-hmm is considered to be sort of the watershed moment of um, uh, UFO interest in the United States. Okay. So um, a a rancher discovered what eventually uh, he would say was a saucer that had crashed. Okay. With alien bodies. Okay. So he contacted... Uh, the police, mm-hmm. the police went out, saw it, said, holy shit, we need to contact the military. They contacted the military. The base that was close to it came out, contacted the news and said, hey, we just found a fucking flying saucer. Okay. Why would they do that? All this stuff was in the news because all because none of this has happened yet. Oh, I know, right? but I thought you they all kept that all secret. I didn't know. They didn't think there was any reason to. Okay. Gotcha. The next day, mm-hmm. all that shit was squashed. Ah, okay. I gotcha. So, there is verifiable journalistic statements okay. of American military personnel saying, we just found a flying saucer. Mm-hmm. The next day, the newspapers were forced to retract that. Well, I'm going to say forced. The newspapers retracted that. Sure. Whether it was forced or not, you, you yeah. have to decide on your own. Mm-hmm. Saying that it was, in fact, um, a weather balloon. Ah, uh, I see. So, Mitchell says he has talked to people who, who were there at the site, mm-hmm. who saw the saucer, who touched the metallic material from the saucer. Uh He has talked to people who put the bodies onto stretchers and carried them off to ambulances. Crazy. Um, And, you know, his thing is preponderance of evidence. Uh He also says, I have never seen a UAP. Oh, okay. I've never seen an alien. I've never seen anything that makes me say these things are real. But I have talked to people who are responsible, Mm -hmm. respectable, 
mm-hmm. thoughtful human beings who say they have. Right. And it's hard to discount that. Yeah. Right. So. So. Um, at this conference, um, there was a retired army sergeant. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this is again the the National uh, Press Association conference. Okay. Okay. In uh, uh, two thousand one. Oh, okay. A retired army sergeant wh- whose name was uh, Sergeant uh, uh, Clifford. <laughs> um, he stated that he had personally seen dead and alive extraterrestrials at various crash sites. Wow. His job in the military Mm -hmm. was to go to crash sites, uh, clean it up, Mm -hmm. and make sure that nobody knew about it. I see. So he, he would coordinate getting rid of the bodies, getting rid of the living aliens, Getting rid of getting rid of the living aliens. Well, from that spot, right? Removing, right. removing right. all of the stuff. But where do you put a living alien? You you put them at a military installation. I see. I don't know. That's He's, why I'm asking well, about the beans. I, I, I wasn't making fun of your beans. <sighs> um, he stated that at the time of his retirement, yeah, there were at least fifty-seven different documented. Alien species. Wow. Documented by the American government. Wow. 57. Wonder. Ugh. He said uh, that four of them were different varieties of what we know of as the greys. Oh, okay. That's kind of a famous uh-huh. type of thing. Like their skin is gray. Their skin so, is gray. Or whatever they're, it is. They're three to three and a half feet tall, okay. huge heads, big black eyes, almond-shaped okay. eyes, yeah. um, tiny mouths, uh, just two so two little weird. slits for the nose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but It's yeah. so weird. So weird. So it's, weird. It is. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jackson has brought up pictures of, the grays, of yeah. what we would assume them to look like. He also, he also said that a fair number of them, uh-huh. bizarrely, uh, look very much like us. Oh, really? That um, there are um, aliens who have been repatriated, not repatriated, have been patriated into society and are actually here. Really? Look like, look like us, living as humans. Wow. Um, because they are simply a different form mm-hmm. of human. Um, wow. So they pass. They pass. Yeah. So it's wild. Uh, yeah, it is incredibly wild. Yeah. So okay. Again, these are these are people that went public, mm-hmm. knowing that it could destroy their reputations. Right. Yeah. No, I get that. I, are you, so you're putting a lot of emphasis on the legitimacy of these reports and things. And absolutely. And I think I that's I believe them. Sounds like a bunch of fancy people wouldn't lie mm. are saying that this is true and so then it is but now i'm like okay so what about it yeah i mean that's then that, what to me that's an unanswerable question mm-hmm. I, I don't i don't know i mean well if you examine the like you know if you examine the beans and stuff to try beans um you know what what do we know like are they 
I mean, the the alive ones. Do, what what do we I mean? Do they talk? How that, do they communicate? That stuff do, hasn't hasn't been released. Oh, okay. Um, right now, what's being released is all just UAP footage. Gotcha. It's nothing to do with extraterrestrials. Aww. It's all hey, look. These are things that we've seen flying in our sky, mm-hmm. and we don't know what it is. Um, there, there are there are people that mm-hmm. have come out and said that they have been part of medical teams whose job it was to work with aliens. Wow! That there are um, aliens at a variety of military institutions throughout the United States. Um, Wild living aliens, living aliens, wow, living aliens that are being studied. Obviously, that's oh, um, so here, this that's crazy. I I, I remember um, during um, during the quarantine, the yeah. pandemic quarantine. For mm-hmm. those of you who may have forgotten, <laughs> in uh, uh, twenty twenty, mm-hmm. I remember just coming across this article in the news in a news feed. Mm-hmm. Uh, by this dude named Haim Eshed, who is a former Israeli space security chief. So he, okay. he he is the guy that at one point was in charge of space security okay. for the nation of Israel. Okay. And in a relatively casual news conference... He just sort of casually says, well, yeah, it's true. Earthlings have been in contact with extraterrestrial forms from a, a group that are called the Galactic Federation. But they've asked global governments not to publish that they're here because humanity's not ready yet. What? They're here. They're here. So this was a little... This was a little blurb uh-huh. that I read, and, you know, I checked the URL. Right. I don't know, Uvox or something like that. And I was like, so I dug a little deeper. Uh-oh. Uh, it was reported by NBC. It was reported by Fox, by the Times of Israel, by Al Jazeera, I mean CNN. BBC. It was reported by serious news agencies. Yeah, credible. But kind of buried. Interesting. I wonder why it keeps getting buried. Why, you know, if they're allowed to report it, why is it? Why is it? Well, buried? I think it's it's stopped. It's stopped being being buried. I think things are kind of, you know, starting to starting to come out. Mm-hmm. This is this is the thing that's that scares me the most about it. Okay. There, uh, there's a quote that I've heard multiple times. I looked for it. I couldn't find it, which makes me question it. Oh, sure. Um, I believe it has been attributed to Werner von Braun, mm-hmm. who um, I guess in the clearest parlance was our Nazi. Um, he was uh, captured by us. He ran the, uh, the V1 and V2 projects for the Nazis. He was a rocket guy. Okay. And uh, at the end of World War II, uh, the Russians, the Soviets, captured a bunch of rocket scientists. The 
Western allies captured a bunch of rocket scientists and essentially we said, we're going to forget all that Nazi stuff. Come work for us. And so that's what they did. Okay. Werner von, von Braun supposedly said in 1960, he said, America always needs a villain. In the past, it was the Nazis. Now it's the communists. Remember, this is 1960. Okay. In the past, it was the Nazis. Now it's the communists. Soon it will be the Arabs. Then it will be some global terrorist unit. Finally, it will be the aliens. It's only then that the American government will tell all they know. <gasps> Ooh. So. Yeah, this sounds real. This then is getting to my issue between this Elizondo guy. Yeah. And. Um, uh, Greer. And the Greer guy. Uh-huh. Look at me following. You're great. Where the, <laughs> where the Greer guy is, hey, let's talk to these things. Let's uh-huh. not shoot them down. Right. And the Elizondo guy seems to be, you know what, let's shoot these things down. Yeah. Um, and that seems, that feels to me like the way that Americans usually do things. Mm. You know? You mean like somebody wants, some people want, you mean America likes to shoot things down or that we have two sides like that? One wants to talk it out and one that wants to just Both, shoot it Both, but it down. feels like the shoot things down is what we, is do. What we do. Yeah, okay, you I know, see. Shoot, shoot, kill everything yeah. and let God sort it out. Well, yeah, anything that doesn't make sense or is unsettling or... right. Um, a confused mind says, shoot. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's a very um, American thing to do, sort of because, you know, mm-hmm. we were a, a, a wild country. Yeah. Um, and uh, there was a fair amount of lawlessness. And, well, it's... But it's, I sure would like to change. Anything unknown is considered a threat. Right, 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 right. Oh, We yeah. do that. I wish we didn't do that. I wish we didn't, too. Mm-hmm. I want to... I want... Oh... This is, I know it's your, what you're talking about is the unidentified aerial things, but mm-hmm. I'm way more concerned about the beans. So I know, I know, I'm I, sorry. But no, no, this is, this is. I just love, so the sightings indicate beings, you know what I mean? Like it indicate, like all of that is that there's yeah. intelligent life that there's. Unless it's some kind of drone that or just. Where do they live? Yeah. Where, where do they come from? Right, right. Why don't we know any of that stuff? Because it's. Either no human knows it or it's yeah. being kept from us for some reason. It is. Isn't that interesting? Um, and we certainly know. I, 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 The only reason I love conspiracies yeah. is because, one, the only reasons that I love conspiracies are, one, most of them are so fucking ridiculous yeah. that it's just fun to think about. Yes. And, two, um, it it really makes me understand one of the failings of the human mind, which is if you don't understand something or if you don't want to believe something, you've got to come up with another cause, right? Oh, yes. Uh-huh. So if, if, if you are, yes. if you're terrified that a single crazy individual can change the course of history, well, then you've got to have five, five people shooting at John Kennedy. You can't just have one. If you mm-hmm. if if you do not want to believe that I see that the world is that fragile. Right, 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 right. right. Or that he was. Or that or that he yeah. was, right. So Wow, uh, yep. T- to me that's that's sort of that thing. You know, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if the government is covering it up. Uh, certainly we had Majestic Twelve, which was originally a group of uh white 
men that were given the task of creating the plan for how to deal with extraterrestrials. One okay. of those, by the way, was Vannevar Bush, who was George Sr.'s dad. Oh, wow. George Sr. was also head of the CIA when uh, Carter became president. And mm. it's relatively well known that he refused to give Carter any information on extraterrestrials or um, unidentified flying objects. Um, why? Do we know why? Well, I don't know why. Oh. You know, Carter was Carter was a believer. He's, uh-huh. He said he has seen it even before mm-hmm. going into the, the, the White House. It just seemed rather specific. You, you indicated Carter specifically. He wasn't allowed. He didn't give him, you know. Because, because it was just, Bush. It was uh, uh, Bush and his, his Bush Sr.'s dad right. was instrumental in Majestic 12, which was kind of the first cover-up type of organization. I see. So just because of, okay, I get it. And I can see why it might be, let's keep people from freaking out. Yeah. I mean, look at us now. Right, exactly. Um, so I, I get that. Yeah, prote- overprotecting us has not been a good thing. It's never been a good thing, <laughs> overprotecting us. Yeah. We, uh, yeah, gosh, I wonder... Um, I mean, have you ever saw anything or had an experience? I never have. No. I never have. I I, I have had um, uh, uh, night terrors. Sure. Right? Uh, sleep paralysis. Yep. yep. And so I did a fair amount of research yep. over that. And it was there was a fascinating line of inquiry that I followed, mm-hmm. which was stating that there is a belief out there among psychiatrists and sleep people and psychometricians that, that sleep paralysis mm. um, creates a feeling that the person is being watched when, oh. when the mind has woken, but the body is still unable to yes. move. Yes. There is an overwhelming feeling of something else in the room with you. Oh, okay. And so the human mind being what it is, creates what that is i see and so there's a fair number of people who believe that oh that that has has brought forth um uh stories about alien abductions and things like that right they they also take that down through the past that you know what a lot of this the stuff about um martyrs and angels Mm -hmm. and demons from our deep past Mm -hmm. can also have been caused by sleep paralysis Oh Which yeah, is fascinating to me. Oh well, yeah. And there's there's a uh, there was a uh, philosopher who was talking about how there has been a shift from uh, angels and demons toward alien life forms. So ah. aliens now are doing for the human psyche what angels and demons mm-hmm. did 400 years ago. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, that's, I mean, I, I don't think about that in my daily life, but, but, um, but like if you, movies and mm-hmm. things like that, making yeah. uh, a lot of, a lot of, and now that I'm thinking about it, a lot of alien um, coming in and lurking and finding you in lurking. closets and the yeah. Lurking. Yeah. Which gets me to the last article I read. Okay. Which I was trying to decide whether I wanted to bring up or not. Okay. Um, Is it going to scare me? Two weeks ago. Oh God. I read an article 
and this also gets to that Von Braun quote that makes me nervous, read an article saying that astrophysicists who think of this sort of thing Mm -hmm. have stated that there are a minimum of four dangerous alien civilizations in our galaxy. Ooh, dangerous? How how they came up with that? Malevolent is what they called it. Malevolent. How they came up with that? I don't know. I don't know. Well. I I do know that humans are a malevolent life form in this galaxy. But um, uh, one of the things that that this uh, 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 Haim Eshed, the uh, Israeli uh, space guy, was saying was that one of the things that this galactic federation is doing is they're watching us. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are my words, not his. Mm-hmm. Um, they're seeing how much we're fucking up the planet. Mm. And that's one of the reasons that they're like, you know what? We're not, they don't, we're going to blackball these guys. We're not yeah. going to let them join. Right. Um, okay. Because you know, they're not ready yet. So I, I just think it's that's fascinating. That's what the aliens say. Well, that's what he says. The aliens. I say. mean, well, and it makes sense that they would know about, I mean, if there's 54, what'd you say, 54, 57 different species something or like that, something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they know that much, then they must know from about, from where they came right. and, you know, and, and, and what kind of civilization. Well, uh, and I remember 20 years ago talking uh, with people about this. And one of the things that, one of the th- theories they came up with was the aliens are just that an alien species gets mm-hmm. to evolve as far as they have because they are able to live through their discovery of the the power of nuclear fusion. Oh. So when when Ugh. the atom when the atom bomb was first tested, mm-hmm. there's theoretically a flurry of of alien activity here on earth. I see. Um and if so if if a civilization can get through that without destroying themselves, mm-hmm. then maybe they can join whatever, the Galactic Federation. <sighs> I'm, I'm starting to wonder now if it's okay. Okay, so these fools got through yeah. the, the nuclear age without destroying themselves so far. Yeah. But now they're fucking up the planet. Let's just wait to see if they can. If they can live through that. If they right. can live through that, maybe. Yeah, or they know about something else that's coming. Right. I right. Mean, maybe they brought us COVID. Oh, there you go. There's that. There you go. There's See, I can be a conspiracy that, theorist, uh, too. Yeah. <coughs> oh! Woo! It's rando mode. Good time in rando mode. This is, of course, our random moment from Chloe? Chloe. That is correct. Chloe. Chloe about camping that her mm. significant other, they their significant other likes camping, but they don't like camping. Mm. Correct. Right. And then how do you get out of it, or how do you learn to like camping, or whatever? Right. So Chloe, uh, mm-hmm. uh, if you are who you say you are, <laughs> um, not an alien, then then I don't. Uh, I'm not sure that I know you, which means it might come as a surprise to you then that my wife and I for our honeymoon, went on a camping trip to Door County. Lovely. Uh, We were very much into camping at that time. We loved it. We we had to kayak 
onto the island that mm. we were camping on. So everything had to be kind of, you know, taken in. So it, right. was, it was pretty good, rough camping. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, uh, it rained a lot. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. I mean, one, one night, uh, all we were doing was trying to plug up holes in our tent. Oh, yeah. Uh, while we drank through the entire selection of wine we had, oh, we had brought for our wedding that sounds night. delightful um <laughs> but it, it ended up being a lot of fun you know? right and good we, memories we've taken the kids out yeah yeah do you do you like camping? what is the point of that the point to of answer that is, her that, question. is that i love camping oh and your wife does too and my wife does too so you don't have this problem so you, but so. no no but oh. we'll come back around okay okay wait what's that mean that you'll come back around there's other things that i want to say later oh after <laughs> after you talk to me about I tell you about what. how you feel. <laughs> hey, it's all about. I know, but you all said, about tossing out little like, tidbits. You'll, you'll, we'll come back around, and I was like, "What's what's that mean?" And you're like, "I want to say things later. I freaking know that much about. We'll come back around. <laughs> well, what, what are you asking? I just never mind. It was oh, just, well, we'll come. We'll, we'll come, come back. back around. Is an is an old Alsatian See, phrase. Basically, that, you mean, just what? said the same. Never mind. It's All fine. Right. It just cracks me up because this is becoming a pattern. This is not what this is about. Where I, I, I there are people in my life of a certain persuasion that tend to when that I means men <laughs> that when I ask them a question they'll get, they go and I, I I send the hand to face emoji. You know this emoji where the woman's got the hand on her forehead like sure, this. Yeah, I send that so much. To certain people. I'm like, ugh, no, that's, I mean, it's not what I'm asking. I or I say it, I send it in my brain. So. Okay, so, but the camping. Okay. Wait, were l you going to. Let me ask you a question. Okay. What are you asking? What do you mean? <laughs> when you, you said, when said that's, what not, is that's not what I'm asking. Now I'm asking what you're asking. I don't know. Okay. I got All lost. Right. All right. Uh, you mean when I said. No, I was asking you, what does that mean? We'll come back. Right. And then it. I, and then I told you, and you said, that's not what I was asking. Well, I meant like when you said, we'll come back around. I wanted to know like that to the answer to the question. Yes. Okay. Yes. We will come back around to the answer to the question. There we go. Not, I will say more things later. But isn't answering the question saying more things later? Here's the deal, Chloe. I'm never going camping with this guy. That's all I can tell you right now. And here's what I'm going to say about if you don't like camping and you don't want to go, uh, don't go. Say, say I don't want to go. Set a boundary. Listen to me. <laughs> You're going to say no. Absolutely no, but if he likes, if he right. likes pa pa uh, packing, if he likes camping, apparently packing as well, is there any way that you can find... Uh, any joy in it? Is there parts of it that you like? Do you need an air mattress? Do you need copious amounts of wine? Like, mm -hmm. what will make it an enjoyable experience? Can you make a deal where, like, I'll go camping under, you know, with these special tools and things and co creature comforts, um, if then, uh, you know, then you do a thing that I don't particularly enjoy, but I can get through, you know? And, uh, but how to get out of it is just... Say it's just not my bag. Yes, go be honest. Go go you know, go with your buddies, go, you know, whatever. Um and make it a separate something that that you do separate. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. We all have things we like to do that are separate. And it's I think it's important for for um a a healthy relationship. Yeah. Which doesn't happen automatically, by the way. 
that you're able to do things mm -hmm. differently, you mm -hmm. know? So. Yeah. Another thing you could do though, if you want to, if, I mean, if we're going to go the other ways, you could say that you um, discovered that you're allergic to something that would Lime. be founded cap in camping. That's always a, always an go. excellent <laughs> suggestion. I'm just saying it's, it's something on the table. Well, it's an option on the table. I think, I think you need to be a little bit more clear though. I think you need to say that um, when you're outside, mm -hmm. You are often allergic to deciduous and coniferous uh, right. plants, but not the kind around your house. Right. So, or when you go places that you enjoy. Yes. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. So um, there, there is, of course, uh, perhaps you haven't heard of it, a thing called glamping. Oh, yeah. Which, That's, which yeah. Is, is, is camping with all of the amenities that you want. Right. You don't little pods or little You don't have to sleep on the ground. Right. Uh you can certainly That's find what ways I mean to do about that. Yeah. That's absolutely. what I'm saying. Not knowing what it is that she doesn't like about it. Absolutely. It's hard. Like for me, it would be the it, for me camping, it's the it's the vulnerability of being in a tent oh. in the dark out in the middle of nowhere mm -hmm. uh with someone who I'm not sure they could fight off a bear. Not that there are bears or whatever, a large raccoon. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. So I, I, that would be my, that's why. So I feel you. Mm. I would like to like to camp. But. I, I generally, okay, I loved camping. Mm -hmm. Loved it. Not so much anymore because mm. I'm old and tired. Mm. And uh, uh, when I sleep, I want to sleep on a nice mattress. Right. And I don't want to have to spend 20 minutes getting that mattress together. Right. Um, so, or the housing that it goes into. Yeah. That yeah. Too. Um, so I, I used to be a huge advocate mm -hmm. of camping, um, and, uh, to a certain extent still love the idea of it. Yeah. I don't like being out when it's hot and yeah. buggy and I've just, I've gotten too soft. I can do all of that. I would just want to go with somebody who actually knows what they're doing mm -hmm. because I don't. Mm -hmm. So I'd want to be taken by, but now I listen to way too much true crime to be able to camp. Sure. I can't. I don't know sure. how people do it. Right. Right. You should go camping and listen to true, true crime. I think that's a terrible well, idea. Well, you know, there's the... Uh, oh, uh, I can't. I've already thought about a case. I can't. There's the uh, just... arachnophobic treatment where <sighs> you... Um, I know, the exposure therapy yeah, kind you, of a thing. You yeah, you sit there with a tarantula in your hand, and you know, right. then you put it in your mouth, and yeah, but then, then you got to deal with it. Oh, Jesus, God. Okay. Um, okay. Here's, here's another thing, Chloe, that I think is super important. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and Lindsay, Lindsay was getting to this, and I want to give you an example of it. That is, if, if, if you're in a healthy relationship, he should be able to go camping uh -huh. while you go and do whatever the hell you want. Now, Part of the problem is probably he wants to do stuff with you. That's. And you want to do stuff with them. And that's awesome. And that's, yeah, that's I great. I love that. My wife came up to me uh, at the beginning of the year and said, hey, my boss is getting married in Jamaica. You want to go? And I said, when is it? And she said, mid-July. And I said, nope. Uh, you go. Uh, you have fun. Oh. This little red fat boy <laughs> is going to stay here and not melt to death. Mm. Although that might not be true now with this yeah. summer looming about us. Yeah. But, uh, you know, my idea of fun is not on a tropical beach in the fucking middle of summer. Well. 
My yeah. wife loves that idea. Yeah, I, I, I and, go with her. And I do not want to keep her from doing that. And that's so sweet. So I, I think, you know, that, that kind of thing is important. But yeah. sometimes, especially if it's early in a relationship, that takes a conversation. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good luck. Yeah. Hope you find and, uh, your, your happy space. Yeah. Camping or not. Yes. Do something together. Thanks, okay. for, uh, thanks for hanging out with us. If yeah. you have... Seen a UAP? Ooh! I would love to read about it on our uh, uh, "What Do You Want to Talk About" Facebook page. Again, we are produced by the LAS Podcast Group. No, LAS Media Group. There it is. Thought we were going to fix this. Well, we were, but you know what? (laughs) Just going to keep going. So if you want to uh, 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 if you want to get a little little bit of extra content, you can go to uh, lasmediagroup.com slash plus. And there you can get all kinds oh of fun stuff. You gosh. really should check it out. It's yes. not it's you don't have to commit yep. when you go uh, go to the page, but you can see all kinds of fun stuff, including a rumor oh. about a live what do you wanna talk about? That's show. right. Rumor has it. We're Rumor hearing that might be, has it. we might be doing that. So check it out and keep keep coming back. <laughs> See you next time. Okay, goodbye. LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. LAS.